Strutting while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. So like like a lazy Susan. Yeah. But like but for a podcast guy. Yeah, it'd be sweet. Yeah. To sit on. Yeah. Like oh. Yeah, if you made the table really big, the guests could sit in the center just on a spinny chair and being able to like face each one of them. Dizzy and puke. Yeah. Like a reverse merry go round where the center moves, not the outside. So when we talk, they must for they're forced to look at us. Yes, they have to turn. So every single time, like, well, we have to get you have to get like mics. a nice, yeah, you'd have to get a quiet chair. <laughs> Brian starts yes. working. Yeah, he like <laughs> somebody ends up getting strangled. <laughs> they well, strangle themselves on the mic from spinning around so much. And wireless headphones, apparently. Um, am I going Amazon now? Yeah. Or you can just hang it down from the roof, like all the old school studios have. Just put them in a guy. cage, and then they can dance the whole time. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Or we could just fucking build. And you like, could throw uh, you could throw dollars at them. Why don't we just put yeah. a studio in a gravitron and just make like. You spin into the walls, and then the uh, studio guests in the freaking yeah. The uh, mics are in the center. You have to like claw your way to the center. We, yeah, we make it rain like at the <laughs> at the halfway point. We just go. Now we're gonna have money fall down, and you grab as much as you can in ten seconds. <laughs> Jesus. Go and you, you guys and should, you have to guess how much the pizza is. You guys, <laughs> should, you guys should do that at Radwood. Like have a box with all that stuff. Idea guy. That'd be awesome. <laughs> idea guy. <laughs> Austin Cabot. Yeah, I'd watch. Guy. I'd watch. I'd sit there and watch. It'd be great. Idea boy. It'd be like one golden You'd ticket. you have to load the cash back up. Somebody has to. Dude, just dollar bills, man. It'd be fine. Just, just dollar, dollar bills. bills. Yeah. Well, we right. just vacuum them up. Yeah. You yeah. have one of those tubes. And yeah. Exactly. Around. Dude, this yeah. is California. Like, dollar bills are like the pennies of they grow Georgia. They trees. Yeah. Pennies of Georgia? <laughs> yeah. It's like 100% more expensive here. I mean, a 1,000. Are we recording it? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we are. We can oh, jeez. It's definitely 100. It's definitely 100, bro. Uh, I've already ruined the show. We yeah. should start the show before we get off on tangents. Or maybe that's not, you know, we normally do. I don't mean to step on his toes, but should I introduce us here? Yeah, it might work. I don't know. I don't even remember what that's like. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. This is a podcast about cars. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. I'm Art. I'm Lane. And I'm Austin. Wow. I, did, <laughs> I didn't realize it was like... That was a weird order. So for one thing, Brian wasn't supposed to go second. There's, there's five, five of us. Warren looked at me. I know. It was supposed yeah, to be Art. Warren, you gave me eye contact. I was like, are we going in a circle? I don't know. No, it was like we were tightening lug nuts. That's exactly yeah, what exactly. we're going We're doing a star pattern here. You've got to make sure that the podcast stays in place. You know, you don't want to... I actually... I thought Austin was sleeping for a second. I looked over. So then I would like panically, you know, panic face, look over to Art. Like, I'm like, please. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I was like... I don't know. Do I introduce myself last? Do I not introduce myself at all and just pop well, in? Introduce like, yourself. Who who the hell are you? Uh, my name is Austin Cabot, and I am uh, an adventurer of sorts. I guess <laughs> that's that's the new introduction. <laughs> that's the new introduction. <laughs> what are you associated with? My although, name is Austin Cabot. Although it has been funny, so I'm on this big trip right now, and people find out about it. 
that I've been gone for five weeks, and they're like, "What are you? Some sort of tech billionaire?" I'm like, "If you only knew." <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like eating beans and weenies and like camping to make sure that I don't spend a lot of money on well, the trip. Yeah. My buddy at work plays a game, rich guy, poor guy. And oh yeah, with things That's that a great one. Know, like the same, you know, rich guys do, uh, middle class doesn't. But it's an Adam Carolla thing. Yeah. Oh okay. okay. Uh, yeah. Well, so like, ride a horse, rich man, poor man, right? <laughs> well, it's, it's like clothes too. Like really, like cheap clothes don't have any branding. Yeah. And really expensive clothes don't have any branding but the middle stuff has tons of branding yeah, yeah. yeah. so okay. i think it, it all comes full circle you can take man. it to the next level yeezy you know kanye uh sells 300 t-shirts with holes in them so poor guy that's the same thing yeah right? yeah. yeah the poor yeah. guy yeah you pay 300 dollars look like you're poor is that true indeed how many do you have uh, like seven or <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping under a bridge. The wealthiest thing you can do is print your the sh- your shirt on the inside. On the inside, <laughs> sleeping under the bridge. A rich I'm, trying to, I'm trying to disprove <laughs> Owning a the future guy. rich guy, poor guy, mm, fucking a uh, horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's weird. If, yeah, owning five dogs. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's pretty good, dude. Is this a new game? Owning. Like, are you gonna play rich guy, poor guy with cars? Owning seven cars. That is Ooh, both that's total rich both. guy, yeah. poor guy. But yeah. if they're all running, that's rich guy. That's rich guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. can't get too detailed, yeah. Brian McQueen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly. right. Bradley Brownell. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. He just picked up that MG. Probably like rich guy, 12. poor guy, giant beards. Oh, oh. Yeah. good point. Yeah. Especially around here, for sure. So, uh, is this a Thursday edition? It is. It is. Wow. You're smart, Art. Yeah. How do you know so much stuff? So what kind of dishes do you guys use to cook your food with? Uh, I actually listen, I listen to all the no, it's this, it's, this guy, oh, I gotta He's all, do you use a walk or what do you eat? That's amazing. <laughs> Dude, it was one of those where, like, I, I admit, admittedly, I wasn't paying very close attention. Or you were paying too close attention. That's or I was... So uh, yeah. That's like a rich guy, poor guy thing. A rich guy knows that a dish is like a type of food. Poor guy just thinking you're talking about doing the dishes. <laughs> I know, obviously. Uh, yeah. White trash so over here. So is it Pyrex Lane or what? <laughs> it's a La Crusade. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, only La Crusade. Can I just, for the record, uh, say that Warren comes back and the first thing he does back from Europe, steals my fidget spinner. I expected that Do to I happen. Do have it right now? No, I had to steal it back. Bam! <laughs> you saw me ninja style. Get that, is, is that, that yours? Game? I thought Lane gave it to me. No, it's only yours when nice. you're here. Are fidget spinners a thing okay, in Europe? Yeah. Like, yeah. did you, you saw them in Europe? So I had a. I heard that they were outlawed in Germany. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> that'd be so awesome. That's outlawed? That's not true. Yeah. So like, they're not allowed to fidget in Germany. Yeah. So, why? Why would that be outlawed? Why would they just well, use that? How do you know it's not outlawed? Because I saw them for sale. Oh, yeah, those Nazis! Call them uh, concentration <laughs> camps. What? Yeah, but I mean, you can. Oh, uh, kid. Yeah. 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 You can. Um, yeah, it was like uh, focus or focus. Focus, or like that. focus is a better word. Yeah. There. Sorry, you, you start with concentration <laughs> yeah, and talking about Germany. You can't, can't use it. I don't think yeah. you can do that. I mean, yeah. um, but you know, it's in Germany. I hear you have to have like a permit from your. You have to go to your doctor, and then you get like this license, and then you can go to the the focus club. So and it's, and it's and like weed the, in Germany. Exactly. You have to have a doctor's note. I also heard a rumor that Red Bull, although it's German, is not legal. Red Bull is Austrian. It's Austrian. Austrian. It's not legal in Germany. Mm, it was illegal in in France for a bit. I remember that. They definitely sell it in Germany. So I don't know what what's going. You're on. all fucked up on Red Bull. Oh, dude! Day every day, yeah. every day. In Start jail, day just freaking hopped up on Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Started off. Um. So, what do you think? Should we do this? I think we should. 
So, Austin, on Thursdays we get uh, questions. Okay. We try to answer them. Cool. How do you feel? Feeling ready? It depends on the question. Okay. I think there's some for you, actually. Hey, Warren. Welcome back. Hey, thanks, man. How was it without me? You guys, it was uh, awesome, dude. It was, was so it? freeing. I know. Just so free. Able to talk about beer for minutes so, on it. right? Yeah. yeah. Talk about what kind of dishes we yeah, use. <laughs> Did you get a chance to catch up with all of them? Uh, no, I tried. I was listening to you guys. He on tried. One, he couldn't one, handle it. One and a half speed. It was pretty fun. Yeah. That's probably, always Slow yeah. speed is amazing, but it's... Doing, <laughs> dude, half speed is so awesome. I, what was I, your one that you kept saying? I just oh, like, I just like saying... Goody, that, that was Brian. I I never found it. I try. I literally looked through fifty episodes and I, I couldn't find totally it. False. I don't think I ever. You said totally that said that. Word. This hour long podcast is so good I could listen to it for two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, JPod nine nine nine. What does Art Seas think about a one M or M two as a replacement for the NSX? Um, I can't consider a one M because um, Lane would uh, hang me. So um, you had a 135. Can't, can't even so. have that conversation. Uh, no, I, I'm not interested in a 1M, but M2s are definitely something that pique my interest. I think it's a car that I would want to have in addition to my 2002 and another car. I don't. It's too modern. Um, I for the NSX replacement, I'm looking probably for something from that generation, like that era. So something 80s, 90s. Uh, you know, kind of DWA, Radwoodish, something that I could drive to Radwood, hopefully. Um, but in the future, I, w- I mean, I would totally love to have an M2. I think they're a really great car, and they've it captured. So good. They look sick, and they've captured the essence of like the you know, the M stuff that we like, right? Like even though they're not super analog. So yeah, I, w- I would definitely consider one in the future, not now. I mean, you there was a point where you were talking about m2s yeah i mean yeah you can get them for like mid 50s now which is not a bad car for what they are i think it's definitely a good buy um but it's not like the first choice if you know what i mean like it's like my third or fourth car right i I could see that i want something with a little bit more character and like a little more soc perhaps all right if they were a four-door i'd be way more tempted really well yeah because it goes back to that for you personally well it goes back to that whole like, if I want a sports car, I want a full-on sports car. If I want a two-door, I want a sports car. Mm-hmm. But if I want a sedan like that, I want I want four doors. I want some practicality. You should get a, a four-coupe. What? Four-grand coupe. Is that what they're called? Four-grand coupe. Oh, oh four-series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, like, I actually really like the six-series grand coupe. I think they're sick. Did a muffler <laughs> delete on uh, on one. And it... rich, yeah, guy, yeah, rich guy, poor guy. <laughs> muffler delete. Four-grand four coupe. Oh, look at this. $4,000. I think that's a good one. I, we understood. I like where Thank you're you. at. Thank you. Good job, man. Well done, mate. We'll be here all night, everybody. Uh, Paul, a, a good joke is when you have to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> there, that's you really beat it into yeah. the head. Uh, Paul, I end up doing that a lot. So you guys got it. You just didn't laugh. Yes. Okay. Uh, there was a little bit of a giggle out of me, at least. Internal. I acknowledged it. And then yeah. the best part is asking people if they got it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it? Huh? So you get it, right? Uh, Paul of the Light says, My wife and I are headed out to California in a few weeks and road tripping between L.A. and San Fran. What are some must-do activities along the way or in either city? So I don't know if he's talking about car or things specifically. Um, but along the way. Hearst Castle. Say? Yeah, that's a good one. I never been. Super beautiful. It's Although awesome. it's a little bit out of the way now. Yeah. But, yeah. Super out of the way now. Yeah. Wait. Well, you can't well, go. You can still go on the coast and then cut over. Yeah. Yeah, you can cut over. Yeah, you can make it on the way. It's yeah. just a little more out of the way. Yeah. 
I think that's a good one. Hearst Castle. Um, and the road. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, yeah, before it's want. it's taken out, oh. and and the road between that and up there. That we, that's you, a fun road. It's a really sweet road. Yeah. I did it when road. I went to Cambria for a friend's wedding. Yeah. A whole oh, she was ago. nice too, for that matter. So mm-hmm. Cambria, Hearst Castle. Um, I car wise, Morro Bay. Morro Bay. I like Morro Bay. It's just a rad little city. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd drive through that mm-hmm. on the way to Hearst yeah. Castle. Neptune's Net. And Malibu. For coming up the, yeah, for coming up the coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the roads up above Malibu yeah, um, some good ones. are good, too. Canyon roads. Peterson Museum's yep. cheap and cool, if you haven't been. Yeah. He, he's going to see car stuff. the signs for Pea Soup Anderson's. Is it worth a stop? I've never been. Not really. Mm, not, I mean, it's, it would be kind of backtracking, right? I would love to just cool. dissect where that... Suggestion came from. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're going in, you know, up the coast. Yeah, you're gonna mm-hmm. see that sign. It's in the middle of nowhere. You know, it is you're like ah, uh, that. There's like five signs for it. Like, is it worth it? But you know, it is a good place to stop for lunch. Is the place we went? I forget the name now. On the last day of the rally, what's it called? Oh, oh up there, Cold Springs uh, Cold Tavern? Spring Tavern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if he does one fifty, that's right, right by uh, Anderson Peace so, Peace. So Santa Barbara. And you go up 154 to Cold Springs Tavern. Yeah, or you can just turn. You can just uh, turn off right there at Solvang. Yeah, and it's like five miles out of the way. I heard uh, it's happening in Soledad. It's definitely not happening in Soledad, so don't stop there. They took that sign down. There is no, a prison. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty oh sure. man, that sounds right. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Is he talking car stuff or? Dude, you should stop in Santa Cruz and go to the beach. For Four-ball? sure. Yeah. No. So just hang out at the beach. <laughs> It's a little off the beaten path, but uh, Halama Beach. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you guys have been out there, like it's like 14 miles down that kind of cool road. It like, reminds really, me of a road yeah, like in Europe. Really good road. That was There's really nothing good. out there, but... We finished the rally uh, officially. We didn't go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so a few people went. They really liked it. Bonus section. Yeah. yeah. Halama Beach great, is cool. Great road. Okay. Uh, and Paul Blights, hit us up as you get closer if you have any uh, questions. Canepa is oh, a nice, nice place to stop. I was just about to say that. Yeah, we skipped Canepa. Yeah, Canepa, and it's open Monday through Saturday, and you can just go in there, and uh, people people should be happy to give you a tour, and you can just look around. So that's a, that's a great place to stop. Elimisiaco. Exactly. I've got a standard M10 with a 121 head. 36 millimeter Venturi chokes on twin 45s. Will the chokes work fine with the application? We can't help you. <laughs> I can help you, and those are way too big for a stock motor. Um, you can it's not go, a stock motor. He just said it was a stock motor. I it's thought a it has like a built head. head. What's a 121 it's head? It's a 121 head. I mean, it's just one of the heads that was offered. I think it's a 72 or a 70, I think it's 72 head. Um, so, I mean, it's it's not going to, yeah, he needs um, to choke that down. Basically, you would want to go with like a TI setup, so a 2002 TI. Um, had higher compression than uh, than a standard motor, and they ran like I know they're forty millimeter um, uh, carbs. The, they're Solex PHHs or something like that. Um, but the chokes are like thirty four millimeters or something like that. Um, you want to double check. But thirty sixes are what I'm running, and it's for for a, a hopped up setup, especially you know advanced users only. Bigger cam, high compression. Well, how about this? What is the best resource that you can point them to for this? BMW two thousand two FAQ dot com. Such a catchy name. And they have a really good... What do they have on there? uh, Everything. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) So, um, well, you'd be surprised. It's not an FAQ. It's actually a forum. Yeah, it's like the, like... It's like the BMW 2002 forum. Um, it's like the number one forum globally uh, for 2002s and like all the Noya classic cars. Uh, they do have like really good wiki stuff though. So if you want to actually 
drill down and like figure out it's a dream like you know <laughs> all the nerdy shit when like I this. hear wiki I fall asloop like uh, you want you want to get I know into Brian details? loves his wikis. Love wikis this is fantastic I mean yeah it's the, the number wicks. one number one resource wiki on your neck so go look there pushy I kill the moon what is Warren's next car we know he's not currently in the market for anything or is he but perhaps there's something coming up on the horizon what does he realistically aspire to own? It's a good question. He asked us this. We answered answer, for we, we, you. What did we say? Oh, say? We said like a W126 or something. Oh, yeah. I think that's what we said. <laughs> yeah. Or we said some big body bands of some kind. I'll tell you what my BRZO searches are for. And I, I think about replacing the Mighty Max, basically that spot. Daily? Yeah. But to, to get rid of the Mighty Max and replace it with what? And so uh, 740 Turbo Volvo's. Uh, 1985 and a half Toyota Celica GTS. Uh, That'd be cool. Hatchback, pop-up headlights. Uh, W116 S-Class Mercedes. Uh, maybe make a little rally car out of it. Uh, R129 Mercedes Benz. Oh, yeah. Rally car. Early one. Yeah, early. Are they going to be red if you get a Benz, though? Red? Yeah, you can do it in red, like the... I would take a red one. Yeah. It had the two-tone uh, body cladding. Okay. Um, past that, nothing big. I mean, if like a really good E28 came along, but I'm I'm kind of thinking I want to do something different from BMW. So that's what I'm thinking. And then if I was going to go with like a more modern car, it would be uh, an E46 ZHP probably. Yeah. Something like that. Nice. Manual. And uh, it has to have working air conditioning. Those are my requirements. All right. Have you um was driven the car? With it? Yeah, the, the shift knob is what makes the car though. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so true. <laughs> Buy the car, get a free shift knob. What were we gonna say, Art? No, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What? How do you upgrade the shift knob on a ZHP? Backdate. Then? You backdate. Backdate. You just okay. put a really shitty plasticky one that <laughs> has no gives you less feel. Yeah. Those ones that just like pinch on or are supposed to stay there. Exactly. You shift in a second, they fall like, off. You just, yeah, exactly. like yeah. the, the mountain rude like guys. power shift it. Yeah. <laughs> they put like a mountain bike grip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mountain rude, dude. I there saw those. Uh, racing Ali. When does the DWA Cars and Coffee start back up? I'm kind of over Cars and Coffee. Uh, month after next. Whatever month that November is. November is the, n- the month. Is October is the last? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So November, second Saturday in November. Where are we going to do it? I don't know. Yeah. Do it somewhere rad, Brian. That's where we're going to do it. It's going to be a rad place. Oh, yeah. Rad. Remember that? Yeah. Super killer. Just type it into Google Maps. Yeah. You'll get there. Or sweet. Sweet. Sweet location. Yeah. We were talking about doing a little drive after the next Canepa since the last Canepa of the year. That'd be good. I'm having trouble taking Lane seriously. Um, he's got sparkles on his face. Yeah, really? Am I beautiful? Do you, you see the Yeah, what is reflections? that? I thought those yeah. were gray hair. What is it from? I don't know. I don't know. Motorboating? Yeah, yeah probably. It's, it's right on his cheek. It's really like... The There's sun. a lot of sparkles around <laughs> my house. So. That's true. A lot of glitter. Uh, Joe Tarrant says... The herpes of craft supplies. <laughs> I just saw a Doug DeMuro video on the rising value of M cars. Do you see any particular models starting to appreciate? Also, what does Art think of the Civic Si EP3? I'm looking for a small city runabout that can still kick it around. Why is he asking Art? Thanks for a rad podcast. Thank you. JD, I'm Art. Wait, he said runabout. Is he in Europe? That's kind of a British English word, isn't it? Eh, I need a good runabout. He's probably just trying to be a Europe. We won't hold it against him. Uh, Uh, So, uh, BMW M cars that are, I think E36s are still on the rise. Yep. And I think E46s are about are they they're they're on the rise as well. Yeah. E39 M5s are rising. 
I think that I think the, they're destined to. I think E36s have gained some momentum in the last year or two, whereas the E46 hit rock bottom and is now like on the upswing. Yeah, you're right. And it's like the rare, really clean models that are mm-hmm. definitely like still uh, commanding a premium. But I think there's a lot more room for those to grow than an E36 right now. Aaron? True. How about M5 E39? Yeah. How about E60 M5s? Ugh. I know, melted whale penis, or, but, <laughs> but uh, really good sounding V10. Yeah, they sound amazing. They amazing. sound like courage, too. But prepare to have a bunch of money set aside for yeah. when you need to fix it. Well, Not same with like an E39 M5, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And an E46 M3. Yeah. Unless it's already had all that shit sorted. Yeah. Um, E36 M3. That's rock solid. That's a sweet spot. Yeah. Sedan, Harlane. Yep. M Coops are still appreciating. Three, four, five. Yeah. Preferably in yellow. Yeah, that's right. Without a sunroof. It's a car. Yeah, slick exactly. top. That's <laughs> what we like to call them around these parts, Austin. But sorry, we my bad. We keep them for about a month. Then kick those <laughs> bitches out. Maybe two months max. Yeah, exactly. Does not age like wine, dude. Oh, and then how about the EP3? I kind of like oh, EP3s. Which, which one's EP3? That's, that's the funky-looking funky Euro hatch. It's got the shifter that comes out of the, the dash. Rob like our has. buddy yeah, Rob has. Yeah, Rob has. O- 03 to 06. Those have grown on me. I used to think they were the ugliest. For- I like them. Five. They're yeah. like bread van. Yeah, like, they're and, subtle, too, because yeah. they don't. you don't really notice them. Yeah, the, the and they're Euro-styled. They are heavier, which sucks. That, that was a big detractor that they gained so much but weight. I bet a dialed one probably goes pretty good. They go very size. good. Kind of yeah. big, right? I mean, like no. bigger in a good way. Yeah. Like you, mm. you know, they're obviously really spacious. Inside. Yeah, I think the the biggest the biggest issue with them in the U.S. is that we didn't get the one with like the dual overhead cam VTEC. The one that we got is like an E-Make. It has 160 horsepower, I think, instead of 200, because it only has VTEC on the, I think, on the intake side or something the like yo, that. Yo, right? Um, yes, uh, no yo, because it's only Dude, on one side. Just put a K24 in it. So what you just there. There's a way to do or it, or put the freaking uh, RSX Type S motor in it. Like that's what that's the go to dual uh, cam. Yeah, that's the dual. That's double VTEC basically. Have it on both cams. Um, so that's like the main thing. Um, outside of that, yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. I do think those uh, rear seats fold down flat. I have no idea. Magic mm-hmm. seats, bro. No. But uh, the key for those is like, and dot. What's our buddy Rob is doing this? Like, I really like the way they look in like Civic Civic Type R trim. Like, they have like a really sick like rear spoiler, different front um, air dam or little um, uh, front lip. They also have like different um, what do you call them? The side skirts and shit like that. So I don't know. They, I think they can look really good, and it's a good value proposition. You can get. EP3s for cheap right now, like three grand for a nice one. All tattered. Yeah, for a nice one's like three grand. It's I do. I've always I, really I, I like those because they're so funky, and I like the alpha style shifter coming out of the dash. And, yeah, I still think uh, they're gonna be beat <coughs> to shit. The three, dude. Yeah, no, three I mean, seems like a very uh, Rob's buddy. Uh, when we went after oh, our, after our cars and coffee, we went to um, you know a Chinese place in town, and I think he paid thirteen hundred bucks for it. That uh, silver one, right? Silver one. Yeah. It was like a beat one, like you were describing. Yeah. Like yeah. a three grand will get you like a decent runner with high mileage. Uh, five grand will get you a nice car. Like they're not very valuable. And I feel like the last two model years, as opposed to the first one, I think there were some changes. I forget exactly what they were, but I think those are more desirable. Yep, the front end is different. Yeah, yeah and um, are they five lug mm, instead of four lug? Yeah, that's that's the case also. Yeah. And I can't remember. If the U.S. one, if, if the later ones came with like the blacked out headlights, because like you know how the reflectors are all like shiny and all like, chrome. chrome inside, yeah. Yeah. the the Japanese spec ones had the blacked out headlights, oh, nice. which look way better. But I don't know if we got that later. Is, is there I don't remember. any reason to go EP3 over RSX? Theft. Uh, yeah, RSX probably because theft. they want and, the motor. Yeah, and it's probably cheaper to insure the EP3 than the RSX. Yeah, but bang for the buck, you you should be looking for an RSX. 
Because RSX is probably not very expensive. RSX is probably heavier. Five grand. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely a little bit more compact because like, it doesn't. Have, but I mean, I don't but know. Isn't it a little more of a luxury kind of? It can be, yeah, because you can get like leather and shit with it. Uh, but I don't know the exact specs. I was never too into those. Weren't so. those RSXs always kind of a little? Weren't they a little bit of like a disappointment? Uh, they compared were, to their like hard, the last Integra, follow, right? they were yeah. they were good, but yeah, the, they, they had issues with the rear suspension that yeah, when they would strut bind cars too. Yeah, so their struts up front instead of the yeah, oh, instead of, yeah. Yeah. and they changed the rear suspension too. Yeah. So they're not they don't have like the same like multi length. Yeah. But boy, does that early, shifter feel nice. Early ones were uh, yeah. no, all the earlier cars were uh, fully independent, double wishbone all the way around, and these mm-hmm. were yeah, strut up front with the uh, weird multi link in the rear. Fonza Second says, best oddball car for a daily driver, something with loads of SOC, but would rarely be the first thing that comes to mind. Hashtag Yohole. Suzuki Samurai. Smart car. Mm. Smart car? Yeah, smart car. I know mm. somebody just picked up an electric smart car today for $4,000. Yeah, Whoa. that's cheap. The Suzu Impulse. Oh. Handling by Lotus. Nice. That's a good call. Those are really with the really with the kind of like, cool. Cross hatch the weird wheels. wheels yeah. The yeah, and hashtag wheels. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ford Festiva. Ford Festiva. Uh, what Did year? Stutter. I think all years. Every like a, year. Like a all newer Festiva. No. No, they don't make oh. new ones, do they? No. They have Fiestas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sort of in that vein, but with a much better everything. Uh, <laughs> Suzuki Swift GTI, 1989. There you go. Dual overhead Mazda cam. All right. There you go. This, but the, actually, you're here. Hey, like, isn't the Swift? You. I, I stuttered. I stuttered. You kind of, you, you um, what's the word? You freaking. Um, isn't the Swift the same car as Rick's uh, little. It's the newer yeah. version of that. So it looks just like a Geo Metro, but it has like a little body kit and it has. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little dual overhead cam, yeah, one point yeah. three Recaro seats, mm-hmm. um, little uh, hood scoop, hood scoop. They look sick. They're just kind yeah. of a cool little funky car. Um, um, Rick's little car looks really cool on its new wheels. Yeah, it's got like BBSs or something. Yeah, and I didn't look very closely it's at like it. Lower His or Chevy. Yes. Yeah, the Chevy's guy that bought it. Bought it yeah, it some uh, Gabe Nashen saw it on the East Bay. and took a picture of it, That's and cool. it has like a. Probably 15-inch BBS-style gold wheels. It looks pretty good. Instagram game. <laughs> Has he? Oh, yeah. He's, My boy Gabe. Dude, car spotting like mad. Oh, yeah. Getting an athletics donk. Oh, Art's showing me the picture of it now. We might have to post this, actually. Beauty. That looks pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. I noticed no Coastal Range Rally sticker. Fuck, axe that shit. If you weren't, didn't participate, how dare you? Yeah. Oh, damn. Are you sure it wasn't on the other window, on the other side? I was looking for it, and I didn't see it. That's all I know. And, you know, I had to zoom in and look at this. Thank I noticed you. really, really shitty Kumho Solus. Solus Whatever. The, I mean, they're horrendous, dude. I mean. Uh, Anti-sock. Please put fucking tires on this car. Yeah. Because there's so many choices for the old 13-incher. No, these are big, bro. They're like 15s. Are they? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeti Overland says, which DWA host has the best and or worst car to run out through Turo? I may be gauging interest if I can Turo the Mighty Max if I'm in the area. Oh, dude. What do I can get for the Mighty Max? Four dollars. $12. Yeah. 12 I think so. That's probably worth it. $12 a day? thing is killing it right now. Um, You'd have to teach everybody how to drive it, though, which would suck. <laughs> 
best what, tarot what, what card. Do do? Doesn't work. This works. Yeah, this no, you just make a YouTube video. Yeah. It's like the tutorial before. That's right. Just, just send it to him. Place yeah. an iPad in the center. <laughs> Although I think that yeah, they'd sit down in before a little conference driving. room and be like, "Welcome <laughs> to your time with the Mighty Max." <laughs> it's on V. It's on VHS. Like, like you have to you have to put it in the like. And every page does like a little. I picture like remember those old TVs with the integrated VCR underneath. Like you put that. It's like a little thirteen-inch TV. There's one chair. Yeah, one chair. It's like a little library situation kind of thing. And there's a quiz at the end, and then if you answer everything over a certain percentage, like the key drops out of the vending machine. (laughs) How many gauges does this car have? Exactly. If um, if we're talking, we're excluding daily drivers and stuff. Has the best. Yeah, I want to exclude like the GTI and the Jeep Grand Cherokee and stuff. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think the Buick Skylark. Is the best. Probably. It's some serious SOC yeah, and yeah. uh, appeal. So- it's an automatic. Yep. And it, we're in Santa Cruz. Convertible. So you can just cruise along the beach. It's convertible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got no hubcaps. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about this drag, dude. It gets yeah. better fuel economy yeah. without them. Those hubcaps, right? Don't tail lights, Brian? Static? Uh, no. <laughs> Brake lights. Brake lights. <laughs> but no tail lights. No tail lights. You just kind of hover over them. Yeah. We just don't really drive at night. That's no, fine. yeah, because yeah. when you step on the, for night, because when you step on the brake lights, the reverse lights come on too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that still happen? We, we did fix that. Oh, that's oh, that's good. That was a little early. That was a little early. <laughs> um, What's the worst? Austin's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Renting that thing out? Can you imagine? All right, uh, don't die. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> Terrifying. It's got all the bags on it and everything. Yeah. Um, what what other cars do you have right now? Uh. Just another motorcycle and an ambulance. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Dude, the ambulance. Ambulance. ambulance is home. Yeah, we're actually, I get home Thursday night and we're going to hop in at Friday and take like a get to know you trip again because I haven't seen my wife in a couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Dave, I know what that's code for. All right. So, yeah, dude, making out making out in the ambulance, dude. That's cool. Make out ambulance. That'll, that'll you just keep a little stretcher in there for that type of yeah, thing? Yeah, right. <laughs> I can totally picture it, like total hipster emo status, like somebody died here. And like, oh, <laughs> That's hey, man, nobody legally dies in an ambulance. Legally. Just saying. Because oh, yeah, paramedics cannot pronounce them deceased. Right. Oh, so, so they just keep technically, them. Technically, take the, nobody take ever dies in the ambulance. So they're just, it's just, okay, somebody was vegetated. You, have that, you know how people have, like, um, <laughs> in this house, everyone's in love or something? You should have that in wood, like, nobody just died. Whatever those signs are. And does it still have oxygen? You never know. Uh, it has suction. It still has the <laughs> oh. suction, so I can I can clean up after things get dirty. Oh, Whoa! Oh, right. it, it, but what's weird? It, it spits everything out onto the road. Oh yeah. So when they were doing suction, like oh. with blood and everything, back in the oh, like, yeah. I you know they were just like dropping everything onto the road. Dude, like that's like a second world train. You take a dump at the station. It just goes right out there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, by the way, Van again, also a nice choice for Turo. That's probably. a great choice. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's I would true. Turo that one and Airbnb, dude. Multiple uses. Yeah, there you go. Mm. That's true. I would never rent any car out. Uh, no, no car out. I you almost did. You guys should just start I like Mighty Max, but you uh, guys should start a cheap DWA like Turo fleet. Rent a wreck. Super like, we cheap. should buy yeah. them just for that. Yeah. Oh man, that would we be should, kind of fun actually. actually. Like just like two hundred fifty dollars on BRZO. Just yeah. see what you can get. A fleet of seven forty Volvos. Yeah. Be fine. It's kind of like that cab company in town that has 240 or uh yeah oh the Mercs yeah 300 diesel I think uh, I think we've talked about it yeah yeah uh Tom's underscore Alex says do you guys have any recommendations for car insurance I'm looking to insure my swapped 75 Volvo 
with an agreed value policy that allows me to commute daily. Most classic car policies aren't cool with those kinds of miles and risks, it seems. Yeah, that's the hard part. Like Haggerty, all those one, all you always have that. to have like agreed value. 5,000 miles too. You might thing. call Haggerty and see what they recommend. They might know someone else out there. Might have to just lie about how much you drive it. Isn't there like a, doesn't Barrett Jackson also offer some insurance? And I hear they're more flexible because of the hot rod stuff. Like, and they actually take all the, all the, I think it's Barrett Jackson. I can't remember. I was, trying to look it up but I whatever haggerty was a little more cool about that stuff like you could actually throw high miles on there yeah i know you have to have a garage like or advertising that sort of yeah thing. you do have to have a garage yeah so i don't, um, I don't know about the miles you definitely have to say that you have a garage so call haggerty call our girl kathy chandler and see what she says i mean what's the so i guess what's the agreed value policy like why don't you do just a regular because because uh, that up. car would be worth like fifty. Yeah, it would be like yeah, <laughs> twelve hundred bucks or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you have to tell them that it's worth ten thousand dollars. Yeah, for fifty thousand dollars, very unique. I, I swap. I don't see how they would mind as long as you're paying for what. Yeah, the the premium and then premium, the deductible right? goes up. Yeah. Or something. yeah, they don't ask for enough pictures. I will tell you that. Yeah, because you've done mm, it with your yes. shop stuff. No, I did it with the three twenty three is. Yeah. And all they asked for was a side profile shot, uh-huh. one side profile shot, yep. and one interior shot, maybe? And then the garage where it's kept? Not even that. Ad- address, right? Address, and they look it up on Google, I imagine. Yeah. Hmm. But my other side could have been sideswiped or totally ruined, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hey, there's man. a thing called Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Art's uh, radiator hoses are black now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, you swapped them out. Yeah, you got called out on the internet. What color were they before? Blue. They're blue while I didn't fucking put blue hoses in my car. Came that way. (laughs) Leave me alone. Dave Casement says, have you guys developed any brand loyalty to certain gas companies like Shell or Marathon? I know these guys. When I was growing up, taught that Shell had the highest quality gasoline. It was the best for your engine. That being said, these days I tend to just buy whatever is cheapest or available when I need to fill up. Love the show, guys. Thanks, um, Dave. Yeah, Brian, I actually, I do, I'm pretty loyal to one specific brand. Uh, Brian said that Rotten Robbie is really good. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recommend it. Terrible hearse. <laughs> I think it's pure, pure sulfur. It's basically what you get. Um, I'll let you answer Everyone first. Everyone tech, Ron. All I know is I, when I got my GTI, it was sort of high performance and my my mechanic who i still trust to this day uh dave at dnk said buy chevron supreme you will not have a fuel related issue so i said okay that's just what gas is it's premium for sure and chevron i only i only missed the chevron station like once for 10 years never had a fuel related issue except for paying a fuckload of money it's an extra mm. ten cents of fill up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cheaper than having shitty gas fuck up your engine. Yeah. Well, it's, especially if you're dealing with like. Uh, I rudely interrupted you. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I've continued to do that on all my cars essentially, unless I really can't, except for the Mighty Max. Mighty Max is on uh, whatever, cheap. whatever, which is fine. Um, but no fuel related issues at all. So, that's all I can say. How many fuel-related issues have you boys had? Fuel pumps, injectors, I mean, filters. The, the major one was just the uh, factory defect from uh, Volkswagen when the, the high-pressure fuel, fuel pump went out, but I can't blame that on gas. And that's diesel, right? That's diesel yeah. anyways. So. 
Yeah, I, I'm Molly just... isn't really a thing. I mean, I like the idea of like having some decent detergents in my fuel, and I don't like gunk and shit building up on my valves, so I'm usually a Chevron guy, but I will do Shell as well. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, some people say it's negligible. I don't... I, I, I don't know. I like it. It, it just It's a peace of mind thing, possibly. Um, and the fact that you could buy those additives after, the, like, as a standalone product so that you can clean your fuel system is kind of a telltale sign might as well just have that flowing through my car um but i mean i know that for modern cars like if, especially when you're dealing with like direct injection that cars that are like susceptible to like carbon buildup issues like you definitely want to be running good fuel yes um because otherwise you're gonna you're gonna you're basically gonna end up having a walnut shell blast your motor like every like fifteen thousand miles or something you know because you're you end up with all this shit caked on and you're into in, like in on your valves and not your intake and valve, I think just sticking to top tier gasoline is important i'm not gonna say you have to go to chevron but uh, there's several stations like even valero now says they're top tier yeah most are top tier i mean unless you're heading up rotten robbies yeah. And then my argument is uh, a <laughs> supreme fuel, like a 90, 91 or whatever it is, has higher BTU content. Like, it burns cleaner. Right, but has more firepower, mm-hmm. right? So even if you pay a little more, technically you get more mileage out of it, I would think. like I'm not sure about that. I, I think it's compression-related, yeah. Uh, so, I mean... Like, as long as it's not pinging, then you're fine. It's yeah. going to be no benefit. I've heard that said. I've also heard that know. if you have a heavier load or if you're going up elevation... Uh, higher octane is is advised. That would make sense. Yeah, it prevents yeah. knock a little more. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the only thing that matters to me is that uh, when I pull up to the gas station, they have a loud ass commercial blaring at me every time. That's I'm always like, cool. You never get that so at Chevron. I got to get the high end. Oh, they don't do no. that. That's a shell, shell thing, thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, what, what about like when you drive up and the LCD screen is uh, nine thirty okay. with the uh, vinyl the, with the graphics filling in, <laughs> in the, the rear. Back? I was yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so uh, or the nine twenty eight Europe. There's no fucking pay at the pump. You have you pump willy nilly, and then you're trusted to go in. No, so you pump first, pay later. Yes. What? On every station oh in the God. store. It's super inconvenient because you yeah. have to leave your car, lock it, walk across the parking lot, go inside, wait in line. Your car's taking up the pump area still. That's crazy. You don't have to lock it. Out. Aren't aren't a lot of like European countries like they function primarily on cash though? Anyways, they do, but I mean, every one of them has a has a card at the yeah. counter, but. I, I just can't believe this system. It's very <laughs> odd. And then if you pull away from the pump and park and then go in and pay, someone may have already started their pump. It screws the whole system up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, check this out. In Japan, car. in Japan, like 95% of uh, gas stations are still full service. Like there, it's very, very rare to find a self-service one. Um, and it's pretty rad. Like they, it's like a full, full service. Like they do your ashtray, Tired. your glass, ashtray. everything. Yeah. And, and it's, those no, people smoke a lot. No tip expected. Like it's part of their job to yes. actually do all this extra well, like shit. Well, Oregon, you can't you pump cannot. yourself. Oh, right. I did notice huh. that when I picked up the 993, actually. Mm-hmm. And I remember having an issue because I, I didn't know where the fucking fuel door was, the little <laughs> release. And it's like by the window. Um, but yeah, that's kind I'm of a right down for full service, but I'm not down for having to walk back yeah, in. Yeah, that's slam. Wait in line, and then your car is taking up a space. Like people lined up. That's yeah. really weird. That's not efficient at all, especially just, in Germany. You should just yeah. pretended you were a dumb American, be like, I guess gas is free. Yeah, But the funny thing is that they're like that old world and that, but they probably have cameras everywhere, oh, of and course. you know, because they have speed cameras and stuff, they'll they'll Definitely. get you for speeding. And yeah, but it just was interesting to me that you pull up and it's like, oh, I'm just gonna pump and yeah, that's weird. Nobody. That's all. Really all, all the gas stations, you know, around here, they always say. 
uh, pay first, pump, so, and then pump. Yeah. So, a bunch of dishonest fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, they charge you for friggin' air in your tires. No, yeah. you just have to tell them. You have to tell them, but they try to. Because it's. Cents it used to be, right? But it's like it still is. It still is. Yeah. But yep. it's the law that they have to offer if you're buying gasoline they have to have water and air yeah right free air <laughs> <laughs> so how do electric car charging stations work in europe then do you like charge first and pay later fuck i would or what do that, you that's probably well most haven't you seen the way they work it's usually you swipe a, the card you, you tap it right? yeah there's like it's yeah. like a little tap the card it's probably the same because yeah. yeah, you don't yeah i don't think you, i've never seen like so maybe that's work. a benefit to drive an electric vehicle in europe oh true yeah it's way more streamlined although it takes 30 minutes to charge your car so it ends up being the same <laughs> shit it's okay that's when you can go and sit in your car and smoke and then hopefully drive to japan and someone will empty your ashtray yeah. for you whoa <laughs> idea <laughs> guy <laughs> pfm california says what was the most complex repair or upgrade you've taken on your own and why head gasket for the experience or out of necessity awesome mm-hmm. uh yeah. i rebuilt a nissan l26 in high school which right. 40 over the 260? 260z okay. motor with flat top pistons and everything that was pretty cool that's like our your dad so. still has right uh no that was a 240 oh, okay. so we actually we restored that 240 and then we found a 260 that was kind of like my experiment on car mm-hmm. and then go and work on the 240 so oh, that's cool yeah so that was that was fun nice go good went really well actually so i rebuilt it over like a semester and a half in high school because that's back when like auto shop, shops shop, still yeah. existed. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah man. Shop, yeah. yeah. So I did it at school. It was perfect. And sometimes I'd go and like spend lunch lunch hour there, too. Nice. So, dope. Pretty cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. So head, Rebuild head and head gasket for me. So I think I, Elaine and I, last time this question was asked, we said doing do body work, right? Like we were talking about actually yeah. painting a car, but it's not a repair, really. Like that's the most labor intensive and it takes fucking days. But um, in terms of a repair, yeah, same here. I did a head gasket. Um, necessity for me. In necessity, same here. I was in college. Yeah. 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 Mine's definitely painting a car. And then, but I did uh, head gaskets and. Clutch on a 928, didn't you? No, I never did. I didn't. I did, but I did, I did, uh, head gaskets on 914. Yeah. So I took the motor out. I dropped the motor. That's not too bad. Did everything. Uh, but just dropping the motor is like, you're like, uh, yeah. uh, every, but that was like by myself kind of thing. I've done a bunch of stuff with my dad. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like different, you know, a little different, but that was the one thing I did by myself. You know, the biggest thing I did by myself probably. Yeah. I did head gasket out of necessity, uh, and redid the head. Um, but, and then the, doing a roll cage on a, on the race car was pretty gnarly, but that wasn't just me. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Did you get bent out of shape? <laughs> no, everything was bent into perfect shape. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, too many beers. And, uh, I thought you were going to say that you changed an air filter once. That's kind of <laughs> yeah, a big right? yeah. yeah. I torqued some lug nuts one time. <laughs> Jay Core says, do you feel the stigma associated with brands still applies? Italian cars being unreliable and designed with flair. German cars being reliable, analytical, and in comparison, bland in design. Japanese cars being reliable, quirky styling. And American cars being big, heavy, and inefficient. Or has it shifted? It's a little it's more muted. Pretty close to true, though. Mm, mm-hmm. A little muted. I they're all yeah. too similar. Maybe. I think, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything's kind of like crossed over, like blended into each other. Although, Alfa, when you hear Alfa Romeo, what do you think? Like, I mean, don't don't you think still, yeah. you still think? And it's still true. That's still true. In, uh, test road, uh, testing the Stelvio SUV, mm-hmm. I think almost every road test has ended with 
a check engine light on or something. Yeah, it's just part of the ownership experience, though. <laughs> it's a character, they say, yeah, right? That's, character. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, Italian cars being unreliable, still designed with flair. Yes, German cars being reliable. I mean, there's like they always have issues, and it's the same ones, but you know what they are. It seems like I the think, cooling uh, system, I control arms. Big American car still applies, or just a little bit clumsier in their details. Yeah, maybe not big, but. Like heavy and inefficient. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but know. not heavy and inefficient. I think yeah, that's that's changed no, significantly now. Yeah, I yeah, think they've gotten way better. Um, so no, I don't think it is. Still <laughs> but they're a little less shitty. And I, I wonder what like the younger generation thinks now. Like, they don't we, like cars. I think when we, you know, growing up in high school, I think those things were still true. So we would probably still hold on to yeah. that a little bit. But maybe someone growing up today, they wouldn't think anything about any of this. No. Well, yeah, the younger generation thinks that, oh, that's a Mazda? I thought it was a Mercedes. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's like, you say Mazda, and they're like, oh, that's an American car company, right? Like, they, they don't know. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt most Subaru owners know their car's Japanese. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a whole other question to ask. That would be yeah. interesting to know. It'd be funny to quiz people. That is yeah, funny. Yeah. Do you guys remember the quiz? This is like right when the Mini Coopers first came out. Uh, BMW ran a, did a survey with like a certain percentage of their owners, uh, and most people didn't know that their cars were front wheel drive. Uh, uh, and so the, the I whole totally see that the whole thing was like, why are we spending so much money? Like the lower, like the one and the two series should be front wheel drive because it's way more cost effective to build. And if they don't even notice, right. like you know, like might as well go that route, and you can do better packaging and like all this other shit, right? So there's some pictures out there of um, I remember of the the first one series, the hatchback, the European one oh, with awesome. with chains on, with yeah. chains on the front awesome. tires, yeah. It's classic. <laughs> oh yeah, because people think it's front wheel drive. Yeah, so it. yeah, totally. Nice. A uh, fun F one seven eight four. What a really good Instagram name there. What is the DWA expert opinion on track decals? I think he's wearing the seventh on seventeenth uh, or something. Maybe. Oh, one seventy four. Yeah, January seventh, nineteen eighty four. But uh, I don't know. Is it Fumpf? Maybe yeah. it's Fumpf. I actually like this question because. He's well. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. DWA expert opinion on track decals and when are they appropriate to place on your car? A subtle nod that you take your car to the track, or are they just like the stick figure families and should be banned? <laughs> God, the stick figure families. So what's a track decal? Like the trace of like Laguna Seca. Oh, yeah. those yeah. things. People have like four of them. People always yeah. have the Nurburgring. <laughs> yeah. Only if you. It, it, yeah, for me, it's like. It says never nope. been. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's right. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. I, for me, it has to be um, that car, or that car has had to have been fucking shit. Just do that car. Has had to have been driven on the track. Yes, yes, that's a yeah. lot. That, of, that's that specific. That specific car. I don't Kinda want like yeah. a rally. Like I'm not going to put the DWA Coastal Range Rally sticker on, on my side. on my GTI. Yeah, because I didn't drive that on the rally. Yeah, yeah well, we totally. Scouted, but, uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. I kind of um, did. So I remember so I was on, of, <laughs> I was on Facebook in one of the like the racing groups, and there was a Corvette, and on the back bumper he had a bunch of like track decals, and his buddies had taken a sharpie. And like drawn a penis with him, <laughs> like in the same the same right. format next right. to him, and he said he didn't notice for weeks. Yeah, nice, awesome. like, it was it was pretty good. Nice. Um, what's I, the worst stick figure family? It's zombie. Has to be zombie. No, for me it's the Star Wars ones. Star Wars <laughs> How about Apple decals? Oh, I've seen that one. I get bummed on the uh, sandals. The sandals. Oh, the sandals are horrible. <laughs> oh my god, sandals are bad. Yeah. There's a turtles one too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate the Live Aloha stickers. 
Why? Just use your imagination. I was listening. To oh, Lane is the anti Aloha. I was listening to Wiki Wiki Wednesday this morning, and in front of me <laughs> was a license plate that said Aloha Santa Cruz. Mm. At the same time. I think that was the name of a store. Oh, really? Um, I feel like I saw one car with the track decals on it that I, uh, was actually like, oh, okay, well that's cool. And it was, I think it was at Sharkworks and it had like European tracks and U.S. tracks. That the Whoa. car had been on. Yeah. It was that badass. Oh, it was a GT3. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it the green one? It had already come, no, it was, I white. It was white. It had already come and, back around. And it for, had sleeping bags and shit in the back. So that the the roll just, and track do you guys remember, uh, Derek Yarborough? Yeah. Posted a picture of it because he saw it at the track oh, in Texas. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. And got a ride in it or something like it's that like too. All track miles, <laughs> yep. basically. Yeah, yeah, they were already back at Sharkworks for their second rebuild. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's like a legendary car right that there. Is... And so that is cool. If it is just like the local tracks, eh. what if it's that's like cool. a uh, you know an S two thousand and it has a Thunderhill sticker? If you do the tracks, I think yeah. that's kind of cool. I think, I think it's fine. It's like a badge of honor. Kind yeah, of I I've, never, I've never thought about it. I've never had a track decal on any of my cars. I don't know why. Well, that would never yeah. been to a track. Yeah, I've never been to a track ever. <laughs> Actually, you've been some, to some really obscure ones like in the Midwest, haven't you? Oh, like, yeah, they're great. And in the Southeast. Like, that would be cool to like only put the weird obscure ones that people don't know the shape <laughs> yeah. of. It's like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is that? The hell is that? Yeah. Or just, just make have, them up. Just, just make a them stop up sign in the middle or something. <laughs> just <laughs> all the eighth-mile dirt tracks. They're all just like... Our little ovals. ovals yeah. Oval, oval, oval. Just start, wanted... You should just put a grid, like the San Francisco grid. Yeah. Turn that into a sticker, Daily, like, yep, daily driver all status. Over, yeah. <laughs> people do Highway 9, right? Have you seen that yeah. one? Oh, that was pretty cool. That's a cool sticker. That's a cool one. It like, it goes across the little rear quarter window. Yeah. Right. And see, stuff like that I like, because when you have something like that on your car, you're only expecting people that know what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's very to inside, understand. Yeah. yeah. Inside joke. Yeah. That's kind of what the tracks originated as, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because most people wouldn't know, oh, that's, you know, if you're not into cars or you're not into, yeah. you wouldn't know what the Laguna Seca track not. outline was. Yeah. Mike Samartano says, have you guys ever tried Rallycross? Brian? Yeah, I've tried it. Oh, yeah? What'd you take? Uh, Connor, uh, OG DWA guy, uh, and I uh, rented a Ford Mustang. Oh, we've heard this story. Nice. Hey, you just un- like undo rally. one. Oh, the ABS answer thing? Sensor, Wait, I thought yeah. that was a drift school. No, that was the drift school when I rented a Mustang and did drift school. Okay, but there was also a rental Mustang for Rallycross. Yeah. And we did not know about the removing the ABS sensor trick. Oh, so it was shit, actually that, really difficult. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was not the ideal car for it. There were like two turns that were really fun, uh, and then the rest was pretty difficult. It, it is ideal because you don't have to deal with it after you return it. That is yeah. the ideal rallycross car, That's one that you true. don't have to fix afterwards. Yeah, pretty much anything else on the lot may have been more fun, actually. <laughs> and you like the <laughs> shitty little front wheel drive cars may yeah. have been more fun. I bet, yeah. But yeah, you, break... definitely, you know, you, you leave the rallycross and you have to go to the car wash, uh, out, outdoor car wash station and like blow out all the dirt and mud and everything. It's just like fucking tracking it everywhere. <laughs> have you ever rallycrossed, Austin? I have not. Really? I've hooned around in fields and stuff, but I've never yeah. gone to an actual like sanctioned event for rallycross. Yeah. Never so. anybody timing you. No, I've never I've never had a car that I wanted to do it with myself. And I've always I for some reason I have a lot of respect for rental cars, so Oh no, I've I've no, I've taken a rental car to a track, but 
I'm just afraid, like, the one time I would go rally cross, I would, like, jump it off of something, yeah, or roll it. I think it's pretty tame. I don't think they put jumps in the rally cross. Yeah, the rally cross is usually tame. It's me behind the wheel. It's not tame. That's the problem. We we do have, like, you know, it doesn't apply to you, Austin, but locally we have some, like, a little rally cross series. I met one of the dudes who runs it. Um, well, but the hard thing is, is locally is very vague. That's what I was just gonna say. It's that's like, like Sacramento, so right? Isn't it? Far between. Like, Sucks, yeah. I mean, they run it out of like uh, not Concord. Sonoma, but uh, Concord or uh, yeah. There's there's a few around there. I, mean, I think there's Vallejo. I think is a common spot, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, that's so far to so go. Just... Do Hollister. There's no place to do that. Uh, there Hollister probably is a billion years. I Actually, I think, I think you need a really yeah. I don't. I've never been to the truck side. Right. I'm not sure, but. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just so far away. Yeah, that sucks. I would love to do it though. They do. They used to do it at Thunderhill, uh, but I think they only ran a few events there. That's mm. super far. Crazy. That's what far. you need to do with the Mighty Max. It needs to become the Rally Cross truck. <laughs> it's the worst. You should drive it. You should be off awesome. <laughs> I would think that before driving it too. Yeah, yeah. It's the shittiest suspension. It's ever. it's literally it's so hard. It's like a straight go kart, but it's nice. it feels like a giant dump truck basically. <laughs> but it's nice, right? No, so it's terrible. I drove my father in law's like ninety eight Ford Ranger the other day. Really nice, you know. It's like nice. It's like sixty thousand miles on it. He bought a brand new V six or four cylinder. Uh, four cylinder auto, like yeah. pretty base model. Yeah. Uh, has a little jump seats in the back or whatever. Dude, driving that from my house to their house, punishing. Dude, the ride is so bad. How was your back? Yeah. But only sixty thousand miles, and it's just like. Getting into the Subaru, I was picking up, I left the Subaru there. It was like so nice to get back into that thing. And just, I, I, you, you kind of don't realize how kind of shitty those little trucks are. I don't think. Oh, I mean, you know, people always yearn for those little trucks still. And yeah. Um, I feel like the Nissan Hardbody felt pretty good. Yeah. When you were. 16. Um, Dude, I guarantee it feels a lot better than the Mighty Max. Yes. Well, oh, Mighty Max bottom for of the sure. barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I think those Ford Rangers are kind of shitty, too. but They are. They are. Crappy yeah. seats. And they're just soft. It's just not a... It, it. You know, all the full-size trucks I've driven in the past, whatever... You know, You're a truck guy. 10 years. <laughs> the full-size trucks, I'm like, eh, I can see why people buy full-size trucks. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Long wheelbase and Absolutely. really Yeah, they're some, yeah, very comfortable, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I drove Neil's, um, our buddy Neil, before he got his Raptor. He had, I'm not a truck guy, so I don't know, but it was like a 2014 full-size king cab long bed chevy 2500 or something does yeah, that sound yeah. right so yeah. diesel yep. like and i remember the torque was ridiculous dude yeah. like i mean you it would throw you back and you see 750 trucks. or something yeah. like that yeah Tune insane diesel trucks will surprise the crap out of yeah you. dude and it was super comfortable really cozy like really nice like interior yeah i mean the new trucks are rad yeah i, I can totally see that they're also like eighty thousand dollars yeah his yeah. i remember it being super expensive <laughs> they yeah. better be nice for sure Roy Somatic says, I don't think I heard you guys talk much about the new Singer engine. What are your opinions? I know it looks pretty. It's amazing. It's, it's rad, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I looked what, it up. 500 NA horsepower. Air-cooled. Air-cooled. That's what they said couldn't be done. It's That's incredible. why they went to water-cooled, right? So, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it comes at a cost, right? So it's probably a – It's. I bet it's a <sighs> – I 150 or 2000 dollars engine. 200, right? That yeah, yeah. 200. That's yeah. what I'm thinking, yeah. I it, yeah, they haven't published those numbers. It's one of those like if you have to ask kind of a things, you know? You yeah. Kind of things, right? Yeah. Um 
but yeah, no, I think it's incredible. I mean, like they got, um, is it, uh, Williams? Yeah. Williams yeah. team. Yeah. They got involved, right? Slip angle show. Has anyone lusted for or planned in their head a kit car or low cost style Lotus seven type car? If so, what drive chain would you choose? Sports racer Frazier I picked up has a four AGE twin Weber, etc. drivetrain and needs a rebuild. Constantly flip-flopping on what to do with it because maybe I'd ruin it, some of its potential value sellability if I plop a superbike drivetrain. Yeah, I, I, you guys were talking about uh, Austin. Yeah. So Adam got this really cool... I don't think Austin mentioned he's on this podcast. I know. What podcast are you part of? Oh, the Slip Angle Show. Yeah. Yeah, that one. So uh, Adam got this really cool Fraser race car that was raced by what? Reese Mill- it was a Reese Millen car? Steve, Steve, Steve Millen, Millen. In New Zealand on yeah. like a street circuit. And it's a one-of-one car. Yeah, they use it as, like, a prototype. They were going to, like, try and create a spec series. And he got it. the thing was street legal in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Thing. It's got it headlights. Like a little. Uh, so it's it's based off of SP or something. Yeah, it's yeah. normally they look like little like caterums or kind of something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they decided to build it. like a full body. And that was a prototype for a spec series. And then Adam got it in trade for like putting some windows in or At something. At Gingerbread Raceway. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh my so, God. And he's yeah, I, talking about like I when I was listening to him, he was talking about putting a bike engine in it. Yeah. I think that's kind of cannibalizing this. Yeah. It's a pretty historic. I, it it's it special. could be a real. It's a special car. Yeah, absolutely. And the 4AG e motor is yeah, a good that's motor. One of the best you could choose, I think. I don't understand. We have same here. Yeah, I'm definitely just rebuild that. They're, yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, really that car seems very special and cool, and the story of it. And I think you ruin the story by putting a bike motor. And in. you're yeah. just putting a smaller motor in just because it revs higher. Like, well, more I mean, power with, too. Yeah. A, yeah, but uh, less torque, right? Yeah, zero. Uh, ready for the, uh, you know, like it's not built for the weight. Dude, and then you have to car. put like a starter to go in reverse yeah, and all that. You're going to do all that weird Or just stuff. have a friend push it. It'd be fine. Dude, oh, the 4AGE is sick. That's though. a that's rad like a motor. motor. If you want to go nuts. So that one, that one's like a fully built like race motor. That's and they epic. Make, like, so it's going to be. right? Yeah, but it's going to be really expensive to rebuild it the correct like way. Like a Formula Atlantic Dude, motor or something? I don't think you chimp chintz out on this one. Yeah. Definitely don't chimp out. <laughs> I mean, just whatever you do. How? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, no monkey story. business. <laughs> you, man. It is yellow. Just don't throw Barrel, monkey wrenches at monkeys. Um, I want them to get it street legal in Illinois so you can drive. That it. would be. How insane. is that possible? How about this? Because it, it was street legal. It you can register as like a kit car, I, and it's I, Illinois. I, like it's not you can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, like Illinois, you can register like the little like 600 cc key vans and stuff yeah. like that. So I guess as you described, I mean, it's basically like a like a load. Like it would have been like a load of. It is a seven. Yeah, it has a body in it. It has like a full body. Yeah, so technically, yeah, I get it. I like it. My biggest gripe with Lotus 7s is the back, how it just is. Yeah. Stops. They're kind of ugly. Just, if it just had a little flair to it. You could put like a little truck tailgate on it. That'd be kind of <laughs> cute. That would be better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about just putting that motor aside and just throwing a regular 4AG junk air motor on? Yeah. And then like just, just build up one. a normal one and then just keep that one on the side. Keep it on the side. Maybe dial yeah. it as you get money. Yeah, that's a good call. Money. Yeah. As you make more connections in the little group or yeah. whatever, you know. The little group. Hey, Brian, you, want, you should talk into the mic. Oh, I, does he uh, does he need a contact there with the millens? I don't know because I mean, if he reaches out, like I mean, they might be interested in helping him restore it. Yeah, I, I, they only offer? drove it. At, like I Steve may or may not have a connection. Race, race. This guy. But yeah, yeah, Adam Adam should Adam should contact Art. 
to, yeah, I know. I mean, I, I think there's something there. I mean, I, I, I bet they would be super interested in fun, to like learn where the car ended up and everything. Yeah, and the guys, and the they, guys at Fraser apparently have been like super, super helpful. That's like awesome. when they found out what it was, they were like, we were wondering where that thing was, and like sent them all these. Photos. Was that a New Zealand accent? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't even thinking. The story of it's cool though, because it was just sitting at Gingerman Raceway for yeah, what a couple sitting, years yeah. or something. Yeah, it was That's sitting insane. like. In the right. side with, like, a for sale sign on it, like, in where we would do the driver's meeting at all the wow. events and everything. How did no one buy that thing? Or I don't like... know, but Adam got real drunk one night, and we recorded a podcast, and he went and sat in it. And he was like, this thing's actually kind of nice. And so the next day, he was like, yep, I'm going to take it home. So I guess they struck out a deal. And Very he's done cool. some, like, windows for the track and some painting and stuff like that. So. That's really cool. Yeah. Slip Angle Show goes on to say, hi, Austin. Let's record soon. We forget we have a podcast too much lately. Yeah, I've been a little busy. Yeah. So, and when we were together in Atlanta, we just didn't do anything. Just How made so love. How often do you guys record and yeah. Yeah, put a so, show out? when we try to, we do two a week. Okay. So, we do Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh-huh. Um, in the summer, like this, when we're running a bunch of events, it usually becomes, like, one a week. Or one every like week and a half is oh. what it's been more like lately. And what kind of events are you running? So uh, the main events that Adam and I and some other guys run are called Grid Life events. Yes. So some of you might know it, some of you mm-hmm. might not. Brian's so. actually going to one coming up, I think. And I have a bus ticket. Yeah, a bus ticket oh, to which we'll, one? We'll get into this <laughs> next. Uh... Are you picking a car up in somewhere yeah, close maybe. by? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, for, okay. uh, Derek's buying him a mega mega bus ticket. Nice. <laughs> Boris Kugelwerk says, if you were me and bored of designing and making BMW 2002 parts, what car or cars would you focus some much-needed aftermarket aero and interior attention on? Best answer gets a Kugelwerk's makeover. Ooh. I thought about this, and I do not have an answer. Because <laughs> it's really hard. Aero is the hard the one. The only thing that comes to mind, which I don't think is going to win this contest, <laughs> whoever's judging it, mm-hmm. uh, is Miata. Yeah, that, but they have so angle. much support. Yeah, they have already. so much they stuff. Do, you can get everything, and it's kind of cheap. It, like, well, they that's can, the thing. Well, the car's cheap. I'm, well, I'm, I'm saying people the, could get the, the stuff, stuff that that's they, out there so cheap. So I think there might be a little market for you know a little more cut, done, oh, nice. You know? yeah. There are a, a few nice people. Product. Yeah, there is yeah, enough yeah, of the you, cars. It's a Miata. You can't have like nicely done stuff with a high price tag for a car that you paid fifteen hundred dollars. But if what if you paid? What if the cars are kind of coming up? So what if you paid? Seven grand for and the best one. I don't know. Like, the, I feel like the Miata market's already saturated, and the, look, the people that have made like, like the nice stuff. Look at the fr- look at the nose of cars, and most cars have all the weird aerodynamic shit already. Like, yeah, and a Miata that does not. Yeah, and it's got a huge enthusiast following. Yeah. They're on the track every day, all day. And you could clean. You can make nicer like. Nicer stuff for the interior. Room for a high end. I got. I got. There's there's some people that do that already though. Yeah, it's out there probably. There. Oh, that's that was all. Like I said, I don't think it's hard. It's hard because it has. Answer is Skylark. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) It has to be a car with enthusiast base, so that counts out Skylark. Okay, I got it. For me, I've always felt like Mercedes could have a stronger Mm. tuning base because, like, with how involved they are in F1 and stuff like that. Yeah. You go and look and see what's out there for like a C63 AMG. Oh, yeah. There's like nothing. There's, well, there's nothing in the enthusiast that, market. But, but you got a yeah. front spoiler for an R107. That's where I was going to go. Or yeah. so, fender lips. Yep. Or yeah. uh, so deck spoiler. Well, or, we I make a deck spoiler. So come to us. No, I've never seen um, it. MA Carbon. Where? We replicated the factory deck spoiler. Who has it? It's coming soon. Oh, okay. Oh, we, made, we have two spoiler alert. Right now. 
Spoiler oh, alert! Exactly. So nice. that was front the front end is like yeah, you can go sort of AMG ish maybe yeah, like I, a spoiler that then goes into the fender a little bit, you know like okay yeah yeah. So yeah, there yeah. is that one guy, uh, Debuckus. So, yeah. Is it the black one? He, yeah, he makes. He, I think he makes some stuff. I know he does like coil over kits and stuff like so that. that I don't know. Full wide body one hundred and seven. Well, he makes like really nice. I mean, he's he does he's like a fabricator, so he makes like really nice like polished like um, you know metal and mm-hmm. wood pieces like. Google um, works. So yeah, Google works. And so um, R one hundred and seven was one of my picks. The other one was E thirty. Uh, massive market, but like too. Airdam, like you know, early cars you can do some stuff, and then also I think like splitters could work there. Like so, yeah. there's an angle there. Yeah. But then the interior, because he makes a lot of cool little interior pieces, so you can yeah, do like, like little bezels, and stuff like or even like the door handle, um, you know, or the what do you call it? I guess he had to, to open the door, yeah. that door handle. Um, you know, stuff around the shifter. He makes a cup holder. Like E30s suffer from lack of cup holder support. Mm-hmm. There's one out there that's really shitty that interferes with the shifter. Um, so I don't know. That's a big one uh, people are super passionate about the cars there's all different uh price points so you can find the guys who just want the little type you know cheap accessories and people who are willing to pay a, a premium to spruce up their cars really nice uh rear spoilers i think there's something there i mean you know there are some available but he, he's he's you he can do something really interesting like off of uh, you know of what's out like sort of inspired by what's out there maybe do you think it's too much bmw though if he's getting bored of the 2002 but he's a bmw i think he i don't actually know he said he, he does he's do some cool uh, yeah. some, uh, uh some e30 stuff has he? I, I even um, wing or something. Shoot, I forget what the car was. One of the other podcasts, some guy. He's like a big Mitsubishi guy, I guess. Like there was a whole article about him with a Colt yeah. or something, an old school Colt. He, like, uh, he, just, he was just selling some cars, and he sold it like a Mitsubishi Colt wagon. Yeah. He sold a Celica, and I saw that. Okay, and then yeah. he also sold. He had a freaking Mighty Max pickup that he mm. sold. Yeah. It was like in cherry condition. Like they bought his family bought it when new. Or yeah, yeah. It was a seventy. You'll regret that one, buddy. Seventy-seven. I think it was a seventy-seven Celica. Oh, cherry car, like it has like the Mustang hey, kind of hatchbacky, yeah, yeah with the tail like a little miniature Mustang, and yeah. it came with a full 4AG drivetrain from an A86 Corolla. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, with LSD rear end and all that stuff. I used to like those cars a lot. Yeah, they're sick. Yeah, so you don't see them a whole lot anymore. No, they're really rare, especially in California because the smog shit killed them. Like, cause yeah. anything post '75, you know, like cars, like really cool, like nice, interesting, sporty cars from like '76 to like through like '81 are like almost impossible to find here because everyone just kind of let them rot away alpha spider yeah the enthusiast the enthusiast space is not great i know but it is like a cool body style that (laughs) i think you just needs four yeah that's what i'm saying you need the enthusiast space yeah i guess so that's real it's kind of like what 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 we go through at my work with just deciding what cars we're gonna do right like um do we like R231s or, you know, the newest S class. Uh, at mm. one point we were like, Oh, we have an interior kit. Let's just do it. We just talked about because we sold one the other day. We've sold three in, in seven years. Yeah. It's, it's just there's certain cars that don't have. So you need to pick the ones that are wildly popular. Yeah. What about, what about all the just, ones? And, what about like and, Mini Coopers? First, like, original? like newer, no, like. Newer? Newer there's a set. There's a market. There's already a huge. Yeah, for all the arrow and there's a lot of people that do that yeah, stuff. They do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I, I hate it's super generic and easy, but 
I still, I do think there's a market for 911 stuff still for yeah. like front air dams and stuff like that. Like, yeah. there's a lot of like generic just ripping off of roof. factory roof and stuff, and they're always poorly done. And he makes stuff out of like metal and does kind of some cool stuff. I think he can come up with something neat yeah. where these fiberglass shitty kits where you have to, you know, uh, do 20 hours of body work on them to make them paintable doesn't really cut it. Uh, like a, a good quality roof style. Yeah, like how about down bumper? How about redesigning that front bumper? Oh, the IROC not one? quite roof yeah. and not quite IROC, but yeah. cutting down the IROC so it's not all stupid and yeah. stick out twenty feet. Yeah, mm. and and doing that, I would like to say nine forty four, but those are everyone. They're so people are so cheap with nine forty fours. They're such yeah. poor bastards. And it's kind of a weird front end to be able to. Uh, I mean, the early one you can front end, but there's some stuff. What So what about uh S thirty one? So like two forty Zs, two sixty Zs, two eighty Zs. Like cool. there, there's a lot of room to mess with that. Uh, that's a good. That's yeah, a good choice. Really not a whole lot of options. No, yeah, and they're all the OG yeah. stuff. Well, people, it's like the same stuff. It's kind of like two thousand twos, right? You have like the, you know, there's like three air dams. You know, there's like it's all the same stuff. So he could also do some with those cars. He can do some cool. I look at it. What he does is kind of like singer touches. So like like right recently he showed a 2002 um, e-brake handle that he's working on. It has like these aluminum front and back caps and a button, and then he does the middle and like a, a wood to match a nardy wheel or a leather. Uh, so stuff like that. It's very detailed yeah. and it's one little piece. So and he does the under under dash speaker housings yeah. like plastic. Uh, so for a 240Z, that would be cool. Yeah. An e-brake handle for a 240Z. And those guys um, have really decent followings, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're massive. And yeah. it's growing, yeah. probably. People willing to spend money because the cars, cars are, are getting more. harder to find, though, oh. for sure. Hard so to find non-rusted Now ones. that I think about it, yeah, it'd be rad to have a really good E30 fender flare option, mm. which I think as those go up in value, less people would be willing to yeah. do fender flares. Like, but. Um, I'd love to have something that almost like kind of the box flares, like the M3. I, I, but I not, like you don't like flares it more, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you could absolutely do, like do some well, like like 2002 turbo bubble flares, but yeah. for like for yeah. like an E30. So there was. Have you seen the BBS body kit? The original BBS body kit was a bubble flare for E30s. But BBS doesn't make that anymore, yeah. right? No, I know that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's B- like BMP used to make some rad shit for <laughs> E30s. Like they had a really cool slim front bumper with that that went into some flares uh but I, i'm sure that company's not around anymore yeah all right um garrett lee 85 says how does art like his new tires i'm thinking about them for a w114 project i'm about to get into they are awesome i highly recommend them uh they the only thing is that they I'll, I'll say now that they are noisy i mean as you you look at the tread pattern it's pretty obvious uh but the grip is really impressive i did not expect them to have that much grip um uh, you know they're they use a modern uh pirelli p0 narrow uh summer compound in them and they have a modern structure so that you have a different carcass That's pretty it's sweet. it's a nice like radial tire uh but uh, it's still, you know, cause the, they, they sell them with like a taller sidewall and everything. So Brian got to rip around in it in like some proper twisties. And I had mentioned this in a pro, in a podcast before, but it, it feels like what I imagine a bias ply tire drives like, cause I've never driven a bias ply, but just from talking about it, the slip angle, Hey, you like that uh, is, is really interesting. Like you turn in 
and you can feel the car kind of rotate and then settle onto the onto the contact patch, and then it turns in. So is that you think that's like from the sidewall? Maybe like the sidewall and, flex. Or? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the sidewall flex, and then maybe the way that the structure is. Maybe it's designed to kind of go with the suspension of the car because, mm-hmm. like, so they didn't go fully modern on it, but they have modern sort of technology into it. It's a very interesting feel. Um, I don't know if you want to add anything else, Brian, but I do recommend them. There and yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely an interesting feel, and it it felt like one of those things that like you need a little bit of time with those tires to really get used to it, and you know, before like being able to make a decision of I like this or I don't versus something more modern. Um, but it's cool to have a little bit of sidewall, and uh, it definitely looks the part. Yeah. Um, for the W114s, it, uh, I I uh, there was a picture that I found online of an old AMG car that had kind of wide alloys um and uh it was that similar style tire and like doing a wide version would look especially good that would be sick with a fat sidewall and like a lot of a lot of especially because you like get in you're reminiscent of the the red pig and all that stuff with the mercedes yeah for sure and you know the other thing is uh one, one last thing i wanted to add is if you look at the competition or like other sort of vintage performance rubber that's out there um they're all like two to three times the price mm-hmm. like xwx's are the michelins uh as are the the Fredersteins. those are value super expensive the dunlop cz whatever they're called it's the v's are pronounced like f's sir i know but um so um the uh dunlop cz six I think they are. Those are also like 250 bucks a piece. Um, DM us and I'll give you the contact for the place that I bought mine in, in England. I got them shipped for free. Five day shipping for $108 a piece, I think. So it's a crazy value. Dang. You should go do some burnouts, man. Do, do they have it's wide like dirt cheap? What's that? Do they have wide tires? No. The shitty thing is that they're, uh, Pirelli only really released like a set kind of amount of sizes yeah. so they might have wider ones but then you're talking about different w- diameters too so I-, I didn't look i was only looking for 13s and they only had that specific Are you size. gonna get some for the skylark is that no definitely not. <laughs> 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 no i was thinking for the w114 that you saw oh yeah yeah i don't know ross 815 last question <clears throat> s2000 versus brz slash frs which do you each prefer i know austin had both so i'm definitely interested in his opinion so, for me, it's kind of interesting. So, the S2000, I feel like, rotates around the motor. So, you kind of, like, it's, I don't want to say, like, pendulum, but I feel like when you're driving it, it rotates around the motor. Yeah. And the FRS and BRZ rotates around the driver. So, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a little further More back. like mid-engine. Yeah. Um, as far as longevity goes, I think the S2000 is going to outlast uh, just having had both, it's just built a lot more stout. The FRS was, is probably a better daily driver and it's very, very fun to drive, but it's also a little chintzy. You also um, have a back seat. So yeah. There's that. Too, yeah. Right. So I've always thought the FRS would be like a good, like 12 to $15,000 car. For me, it was really hard when I bought mine, you know, when it was newish to look at it and have an S2000 at the same time and be like, wait, I paid twice as much what an S2000 is for one of these. But for some people, it makes sense. They want a newer car that has a warranty, that's fun to drive, that yep. they can learn to drive. Um, so I, I think they're both they're both good cars. They're both good options. As far as upgrade path goes, I think the S2000 is, S2000 is more tried and true for track use. Um, so I, I guess it really depends on what you want to do with it. 
Um, what, what about just motor wise? Just motor wise, that oh, F- yeah. F20, F22C That's, is, yeah. is yeah. an amazing, amazing motor. I'd say the number one complaint about the Toyobarus is yeah. the motor. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I, I've only driven an FRS. Um, actually, I've driven an S2000, but not like, you know, in, in anger. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I've said this before, and I don't know why, but I can't get over this. And I feel like the the Toyobarus, you know, the FRS BRZ combo, um, they're very sort of immature cars. I just can't help it. It just seems like a kid's car, and yeah. it could be the Cyan Association. I don't know. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. I can't it's, help get over that. And like, it's like a high schooler kid's car, yeah. or like maybe college. I don't know. And the S two thousand seems like a proper, like a proper sports car. It's it's like purpose built. Hmm. Um, and I could see myself like owning and driving an S two thousand. Yeah. Um, whereas like I have no interest in being in an in a an FRS or maybe a BRZ, maybe, but I don't I think know. When the S two thousand was originally designed, you can tell when you're driving one. And if you if anybody out there has like had one and they've driven it daily, they know exactly what I'm talking about. The car was not designed to be driven every day. You know, it was designed to be something special that you would have in mm, the garage. Like a sports car. Yeah. yeah, like there's very limited like wiper speeds. Like you have like intermittent, but then you have like fast and slow. Very That's limited it. leg room. Yeah, well, that's not a problem for me, man. I'm fun size, so it's not it's not that big of a deal. I wonder how. Well, how I mean, that's an interesting one. So but, the fact that your fun size gives you less visibility because you sit super low and the oh, sill's yeah. really actually, high. There's a photo of me when I had the like the seat in my race car like bolted to the floor. Yeah, with all you can see is my gloves. Right, <laughs> like, the sill, the, track. the sills are so high too, right? Like yeah. on the side, yeah, yeah. So like the S2000, it feels like you're like sitting in it. Yeah. Um, versus like the Miata that I had at the same time feels like you're like sitting on it. Right. Um, Greater sense of occasion in the S2000. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you get in an S2000. Well, the engine that revs to 9000. Yeah. So, which, dude, that took forever to get used to. And now that I'm used to it, I'm constantly hitting the rev limiter on like any car that I go Mm -hmm. out and drive. So I'm just used to like revving stuff out. So it's, you know, going to motorcycles makes it, you know, kind of normal now. Mm -hmm. I think they both feel like immature cars. Really? Yeah. S2000 and the. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. So if you doesn't super mature to me. It depends. Like if it's a bone stock S two thousand, it seems like it's pretty mature. But if you modify it the wrong way, it can quickly become very yeah, immature. Cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. By the way, what's the first thing you do with those things? Like, isn't there some funky rear suspension deal that you got to correct? Um, it depends. I've never driven an S two thousand that I had trouble with driving. Like a lot of people say that you know the rear, the way the snappy, rear right? is designed, it's snappy. But I think if you reach past a certain limit, it becomes a benefit. So you know, I think where the car got the the engineers originally when they designed it, they knew what they were doing. It was the people that were driving it and reviewing it and having mm. incidents that didn't know what they were doing yeah, right. that made the car have to be dumped yeah. down. This is like a 930 situation or something, right? Yeah. Where like you got it or even an early 911. Like you have to know how to drive it. And, right. and if you drive it well, it's it's a great tool for the job. Um, but I mean, it's it, like the, even with the NSX, the NA1s, like the, the same thing. They, they, they had to change the toe in the rear, not only for tire wear, but for stability because people would freak out about the snap over steer. Um, but I mean, yeah, I could totally see that. Uh, but they did change the suspension geometry in the na2s right or in the uh S- ap2s, the AP2s yeah. rather yep. um forward to compensate yeah they or change to, it to where the the toe curve is a little bit different yeah so and they give you a little more torque down low and but less yeah, the yeah, the 2.2 liter. Yeah. but what's interesting is the rest of the world still kept the f20 
It was only North America that got the F-22. Mm-hmm. That's classic American, so, right? Because we like yeah. to lug around and have torque, like yep. cruising around. Um, Which but is you, funny you talking about torque. Like, yeah, 10 more foot-pounds. You're still at like 160. Yeah. You know, like high 150s. And you're still like 5,000 RPM. <laughs> and it's not, I mean, and then you lose the freaking the 9,000 RPM red line. They drop it to yeah, 8, right? Eight. Yeah, fuel yeah. cuts at 82. Yeah. So you can rev them out if you put a different ECU in. You could rev them out safely to about 85 mm. um, and not have an issue. But, you know, anything over that, you're kind of tempting fate a little right. bit. Right. Well, I think that is a podcast. Sorry if we missed your question. Don't give up on us. Just ask next, next week, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, Derek, just send uh, Brian the Megabus ticket and he'll make his way out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yep. Uh, awesome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And, uh, Appreciate we'll it. See you guys next week. Later. Peace. Bye. Guy, poor guy. <laughs> Muffling delete. Four grand coupe. Oh, look at this. <laughs> I think that's a good one. I, we understood. I like where Thank you're you. At. Thank you. Good job, man. Well done, mate. We'll be here all night, everybody. Uh, Paul, a, a good joke is when you have to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to really beat it into yeah. their head. Uh, I end up doing that a lot. So you guys got it. You just didn't laugh. Yes. Okay. I, there was a little bit of a giggle out of me, at least. Internal. I acknowledged it. And then yeah. the best part is asking people if they got it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get it? Huh? So you get it, right?